This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. and Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. The Old Trailblazer broadcast, this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out once more on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Yes, we're coming here coming out from our studios here at Radio Missions, uh, where the old trailblazer originates, where the voice of truth comes out week after week, where we bring the messages here time after time, goes out across this nation on Sunday, every Sunday, on about 45 radio stations, and then on every day Monday through Friday with the old trailblazer, about 40 stations up and down this coast. And uh, we we happy to be with you. I wish you'd sit down and write me. I've asked you in the last message or two, sit down and write me. Let me know what station you're listening to. If you, if folks don't write me, I'm going to cancel this broadcast, put it somewhere else. I have contracts on my desk, folks wanting this old trailblazer, and some of them's at a better price than what I'm paying here for this one. So if you would, help me spend God's money is the best way that can be done by telling me what station you're hearing. And if folks are hearing, that's what I want to know. We're bringing you a study, continuing now on the RSV Bible, the Antichrist Bible, the errors, the omissions, the perversions of that thing, how the modernists have whittled it to pieces and omitted much, much of our of the Bible there. And also, I've offered to send you a little pamphlet that I put together on Bible versions reviewed. It's a little uh, excerpts from many of the omissions and, com- and those things that are left out of these new version Bibles and then comparing them with the King James Version Bible. So if you would... Ask me, and I'll be glad to send that to you. We left off in our last study. We were looking there at Christ Jehovah Rofika, which means uh, Jehovah that healeth thee. And we'd come down there to where we saw that we're living in a day when repentance has been relegated to the scrap heap and made fun of, laughed at, minimized. And uh, But uh, my friend, let me tell you something. Let the old trailblazer be honest with you. The individual who laughs at repentance never repents, will go to hell for his trouble. Because no individual has ever been saved or ever will be saved until he knows the bitter waters of repentance. The old prophet Zechariah put it like this in Zechariah 12.10, And I will pour upon the house of David, upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplications, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him, one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Until the sinner knows the bitterness of repentance, he cannot know the fountain of cleansing. That's what's wrong with our folks today. Oh, everybody has religion. Everybody says, sweet Jesus. My friend, they have no more no more knowledge of repentance uh, than the hog does a side saddle. Now, you say that's cruel and unkind, but let me ask you something, my friend. You say you know the Lord. Do you have a new heart? You say your 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 friend that sits by you in on the pew on Sunday morning, he says he's saved. Ask him, does he have a new heart? Ask him, ask him that. Ask him when he goes home in the in the, after service. Is it a is it a quiet time there and we're praising the Lord, or is it a hell raising from the time he gets there till he gets back? Oh no, my friend, listen. 
it is a, you don't have to be smart to know if a person's saved. People ask me, so, so-and-so saved? I said, well, I never passed judgment on anybody, but I'll tell you this. If he has a new heart, if he's saved, he has a new heart. The Scripture says any man being Christ, he's a new creature. What is a new creature? Well, an old creature has been done away with, and, and he's a new creature in Christ. He's a new creature. Those old things have passed away, my friend. But until a sinner knows the bitterness of repentance, he cannot know the fountain of cleansing. In that day, Zechariah says, what day? The day of repentance. There shall be a fountain open unto the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanliness. What a covenant God, Jehovah Rophika. Now let's look at the third compound title of Jehovah, found there in Exodus 17:15, which is Jehovah Nisi, meaning Jehovah my banner. Moses had led the children of Israel as far as Rephidim, where there was no water. It was there that the water came forth from the rock after it was smitten. But it was there also that the children of Israel encountered their bitter enemy, the Amalekites, who were the descendants of Esau. The battle began to rage, but in the midst of that battle, we see Moses sitting in the, on the cleft of the rock with a God-given rod held aloft in his hands over the army of Israel. When the children of Israel had prevailed and the enemy had been routed and the victory won, he says, Here Moses built an altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah is my banner. A banner is an emblem of victory. Jehovah, as the believer's banner, is an evidence of his power and presence. It is the power of Jehovah, my banner, that I wage warfare, warfare against the enemy. In the Song of Solomon 2.4, we find these words. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Isn't that marvelous? Isn't that a marvelous statement? The Lord God, the, that the Lord God's presence overshadowing the believer is one of love one of grace, one of mercy. My friends, are you, are you aware that salvation is a deliverance? We don't live like the world. We may be in the world, but we're not of the world. If you have the same old habits, the same old haunts you always had, the same old foul mouth, the same old uh, hardness of spirit and hardness of heart, you don't know anything about the Lord. You say, well, Trailblazer, you've gone to meddling now and quit preaching. But you know what, my folks? My business is to meddle. My business is to meddle in your business. Are you saved? Can you look up at night, lay on your bed there and get quiet and say, thank you, Lord? Do you ever do that? Do you ever do that? Or do you just sit up to all hours of the night watching some uh, uh, XXX-rated movie on the TV and then go to bed? and dream of all those blasted things. No, there's no love there for the Lord. Oh, listen, but to the sinner who has come to know the Lord, he has given a banner to them that fear thee, that it might be displayed because of the truth. Jehovah becomes a banner that overshadows the born-again believer. We sing that song here, the cleft of the rock. In the cleft of the rock, my friend. Oh, listen, we know that song about... Uh, let me to thy bosom fly. Do you know how that song was written? I forget the writer, but he says it one night. He was on the ship there, and it was storming. Came a storm. He was on the deck of the ship, and a little old bird, maybe it was a wren or a sparrow, flew right into his bosom. 
and he took his hands and held him into his bosom there. And that the Lord uh, gave him that song, Let me to thy bosom fly. My friend, have you ever done that? Have you ever flown there to the cleft of the rock where the Lord puts his hands, spreads his hands, his feathers over thee, as it were? Oh, listen, my friend, listen. It's, we see that in the sixth chapter of Ephesians where the believer puts on the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God is summed up in one word, Jehovah Jesus. In his strength comes victory and triumph. My friend, we're not, we're not just blowing off steam. We're not just some crackpot here that's trying to get you to, to do something. No, we're bringing you God's word. We need not fear as long as Jehovah is our banner. What can man, you don't hear this, do you? You don't hear this from your pulpit, do you? What do you hear? Oh, you hear how to get along with your fellow man and how to be kind to dumb animals and all of those things and how to how to take up the, the uh, Lottie Moon offering and, and have the who, who's going to be in charge of the bus to go to the beach and who's going to be in charge of the day camp to go to the mountains and who's going to be in charge, all those things. But my friend, what about preaching the gospel? The Lord called me to preach Christ, preach the gospel, to be instant, in season, and out of season. You say, Pastor, do you ever lose sight of all of those things? No. No. When the Lord called me here to pastor this church, he gave me a promise. Oh, found over there, I believe in Exodus. I forget where it was. But I know it. It says, certainly I'll be with you. Certainly I'll be with you. God's man has that promise. Certainly I'll be with you. The Lord called Moses to lead the people out of the children of out of the, uh, Egypt there and he told old Moses he said certainly Moses began to complain he said I don't know how to talk I don't know how to do anything he said I can't speak he said I'll give you Aaron as your mouthpiece but he said certainly I'll be with you and what happened Moses went there just a plain old country man raised on the backside of the desert surely he'd been in Pharaoh's court for 40 years he learned how to be an administrator there the Lord knew he was going to call him to lead those people out of Egypt. But he went there. Aaron was his mouthpiece. And when he got ready to talk to Pharaoh, Aaron did the talking. Because Moses said, I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to talk to these people. But the Lord used him. I don't know how to talk either. I don't know how to do one thing. I'm just an old country boy. Many of you probably know that already by my, my, my uh, speech and all. But I tell folks, that I was so green, the geese led me around. I'm just a geese followed me around. I'm just an old country boy, raised out here in South Louisiana on a strawberry patch. My dad was a dirt farmer, and we scraped a living out of the earth. Oh yes, we had our cows and chickens and goats and pigs, and we scraped a living. I was born in the depression. I was a depression baby, and the Lord kept me. You know what? I look back and I said the Lord could have just let me die there on one of those cold mornings. Old house we had, the uh, water bucket would freeze. Dipper would freeze in the bucket in the house. But it was so cold, but my mom kept plenty of quilts and cover, and kept covered us children up. We had uh, five five grown children, and uh, and and we were just we were just poor, and we didn't know it. We was like the old song. We were poor, but we didn't know it. Somebody come along and told us, "No, sir." But my friend, the Lord had His hand on us all on me all that time. Surely I was just a country bumpkin, come up through school, high school, went into service. Got married, had family, and the Lord called me, saved me, opened my heart, and let me see myself as a sinner. 
I was just ignorant. I didn't know Genesis from Malachi, none of the other. But, but the Lord called me, and he gave me a desire to know the Lord. Gave me a desire. Let me see my heart. Let me see the wickedness that was there. And oh, what bitterness it was to see that I was a sinner. Sinning against God. Sinning willfully against God. Just sinning against God. I didn't know it. I was ignorant. But he showed it to me. And then he gave me a cry. Lord, redeem me. Lord, bring me out of that out of that filth. Bring me out of that hog pen of sin like the old prodigal boy. I don't know how long he stayed there. I believe he stayed there a long time. He found out that hog slop wouldn't, wouldn't make him, uh, wouldn't get him any better. So one day he came to himself. That's Holy Spirit conviction. One day I came to myself. I said, Lord, Lord, am I this, am I this wicked? And his spirit witnessed that I was wicked. My heart was wicked. I, I, I can look back and see what a wicked devil I was. Oh, I don't criticize anybody else because they, st- they stand far greater, far more pleasant than I was to be around. But you know what? The Lord broke all that. Broke all that and gave me a desire to come to Christ. Save me. Later on, called me to be the pastor of this church here. To give out the gospel, the good news, over this great nation of ours. We go out every Sunday on the Trailblazer, every Sunday on the Voice of Truth broadcast. About 45 radio stations across this nation. About 40 stations every day, Monday through Friday, on the old Trailblazer. And giving out the gospel, and the Lord's honoring it. The Lord's honoring it. Sending the money here to pay for it. That's the reason I asked you. You want to honor the Lord? You send your money here. You want to be a missionary? Send it here. We give Bibles to the prisoners all over this nation, all over the world. <coughs> we'll do that for you. Every nickel of it goes into the work. Not one. Pastor don't get one penny. Trailblazer don't get one penny, my friend. Don't want one, don't need one. Lord takes care of my need. But I would, you'd write me and let me know what station you're hearing me over. That'll help me. You want to help me? You want to help me? Sit down and write me. Say, Pastor, I listened to you over what's such and such a station. And you don't even have to tell me the time. That's okay. And say, I want to help you. I want to pray for you. Would you do that? Remember, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer, riding old Dan out morning after morning and uh, going about God's business, preaching the gospel, singing praises unto the Lord and giving him all the grace and all the glory and all of the blessing. Would you write me? Sit down and write me now and send me that picture if you would. Goodbye and God bless me.